Hi, I'm Carrie Butler, and you're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. I have a special offer for my listeners. You can get my new course at carriebutlercoach.com slash broadwaypodcast. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. A penny who just couldn't stop the beat. Yes, with roller skates on her feet. The girl who loved to ease. A is recently deceased. A real cool mom. Musical version of Tina Fey. Tina Fey. Now come with me and fly. I am your host, Miss Carrie Butler. Together you and I are breaking Broadway. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Breaking Broadway. I am here today with my good friend, Katie Weber. Katie and I did Catch Me If You Can together. She is a phenomenal triple threat, amazing dancer, amazing singer, amazing actress. Um, she's. I feel like Katie has been just working constantly. She's been in Wicked, Rock of Ages, uh, most recently, Tina. You were a finalist in like American Idol or something, right? Girl, yeah. That's a blast from the past. I was. Yeah. See, that's what a good singer she is. Yeah. <laughs> and as good as that, she's a, as good a dancer. So welcome, Katie. Thank you. I'm so happy to be here and, and get to chat with you. So Katie, I usually start my podcast asking about people's journeys to how they got on Broadway. Did you grow up always knowing that you wanted to be a performer? Well, yes. I I grew up, I started dancing at three years old. I was a oh very my gosh. passionate dancer. And I think, you know, <laughs> as long as I can remember, I was like, I'm going to grow up and be a dancer. And so my dance teacher, who used to be a professional dancer, um, she told me, if you want to have a career in dance, you also need to be a singer. So mm. I started singing around nine years old. Um, that was a journey. <laughs> um, but I started getting really into singing too. And I felt like, you know, I was decent at it. And so then I went to college for dance. You know, I always you thought go? I went to San Jose State University, just very close okay. to home because I didn't, I was mm -hmm. a late bloomer and kind of afraid to spread my wings. Um, but I, I grew up in California and the idea of coming to New York and being on Broadway honestly never crossed my mind ever. It was too really? far. Yeah, too far. Wow. I thought I would be a pop star. 
Um, <laughs> or, <laughs> or I thought that I would be like a backup dancer for Madonna, uh-huh. um, uh-huh. which I auditioned for her a couple times and never booked it. Um, so you were never a backup dancer for anybody? I was for a couple randoms. Um, okay. Yeah. But which was super fun. Yeah. And then there was an open call for Wicked in LA, which was LA was still like five hours from my hometown. But my mom was like, there's an open call for Wicked and you're going. And at this point, I had just graduated college. So like I was already out of school. Um, and I was teaching a lot of dance. And so I went to this open call. I got called back over the next three days. I heard nothing for six months. Oh, wow. Um, and then one day I was driving to a, go teach a dance class and my phone rang and it was a 212 number. And they said, well, Wicked on Broadway is interested in you. And I thought, oh, okay, I'll have to come back and audition again if they're interested. And mm-hmm. they were like, and um, it was like a Wednesday. And he was like, and you need to start on Monday. <gasps> um, he's like, so obviously we need to get you to New York. And I was like, what? Like, I was so confused. <gasps> I called my mom. I was like, I, I guess I'm going to be in Wicked on Broadway. Like, <sighs> and I came, I was only supposed to be in the show for three months. I was supposed to be like a temporary oh. replacement. Uh-huh. But the girl that I was replacing never came back. And so I was in the show for three and a half years. And wow. Yeah. And how was it when you moved to New York then? I was so nervous. I had $20 in the bank. I, oh my gosh. Yeah. I had $20. I couldn't, I, I might've had $19 because I remember that I couldn't go to the ATM because I didn't have with the like fee, I didn't have enough in the bank to withdraw $20. <gasps> Because I moved across the country, they put me up in a hotel for uh, like 10 days. Oh, that's nice. Um, Yeah. But they told me that I needed to be in my own apartment by December 25th. So I I came out in December. And so on Christmas, I needed Mm -hmm. to find an apartment, which was very hard. (laughs) Um, So yeah, it was scary. It was, I didn't know you know, I would walk like one block and be like, I think I've gone far enough. I'm going to turn around. You know, it's like, (laughs) it's a lot coming from California to a big city, you know? So, um, and it, you know, it took me a little while to get accustomed to the city, but after a while Mm -hmm. I was like, oh, I'm never leaving. This is my, this is my place. So yeah. And you know, I was in Wicked for three and a half years and then been very lucky to, after that, really just kind of the ball started rolling and I just kind of started bouncing around, which was great. I thought you would be a good person to tell us about how you maintain doing all of those shows because Tina must've been like a crazy hard dance show. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. You know, Tina, Tina took a lot of effort. (laughs) You know, I feel Mm -hmm. I've been, most of my shows that I've been in have been, and, and I think most shows on Broadway are like pretty rigorous and require a lot of physicality and Mm -hmm. um, energy and time, as you know. Um, So yeah, you know, Tina, Tina was a lot of dancing and, and I'm just getting older, you know, I'm not getting any younger. I hear you. (laughs) Yeah. yeah. So, um, you know, like treating my body well and kind of incorporating that into my life became really important you know, especially after I had a daughter six years ago, it's like, all of a sudden, I'm like, Oh, I can't just do everything that I used to kind of do, you know, like, like like partying all the time. (laughs) Yes. Well, I think about like, you know, my Broadway debut was wicked in 2005. 
and I was in the show for three and a half years and we used to just go out all night, you know, like, wow, like we would just, it was great. It was fun. But I, at the same time, I'd come back to work the next day and I'd be like, oh, my voice is trashed. And, or, you know, I'd have an audition and I'd be like, oh, my voice is trashed or I'm tired or I don't look, you know, I look a little puffy. (laughs) Um, Uh and you know, I think, I think the older and kind of wiser that I got, the more I was like, oh, you know, this is actually up to me. You know, this, these are my choices and I have the ability to feel great. And and I have the ability to do eight shows a week without my voice feeling trashed, but it's about Mm -hmm. the kind of choices I make with how I'm treating my body, what I'm putting into it and, you know, what I'm doing with my time. It was mostly your voice and not like the physicality of of dancing all of those shows? Because that's what I would think would be even harder. I, you know, I think it's definitely both. I think that when I was a bit younger, I was just like a savage with my body and I grew up (laughs) as a dancer. And so you just like, you're programmed to like, when you got to dial it up to 10, you just dial it up to 10. It's like, whatever, you know, even when you're Mm -hmm. tired or... So I think I, I didn't even really like understand that that was connected when I was a bit younger. It wasn't until I got a little bit older that I realized, oh, my body is not, you know, I, the energy I don't have, or, you know, the, the way I'm feeling in my, in my body after eating between shows, like that was a big one for me, like what I would choose to eat in between shows. Cause I think back in the day, you you know, you go to like Chipotle or something and like, you know, and now I'm like, man, I can't, I can't be on my center and, and show up in the way that I want in my body if I do that. So what things do you need to eat then? If, if what things do you, what did you find that you couldn't eat and what things do you need to eat? Well, for me, you know, it's so personal, like everybody's so different, you know? And so I, I love to share, you know, on Instagram and everything, the things that make me feel good, but I also leave so much space for that. That might not be what makes somebody else feel good. Um, and so for me, it's a plant-based diet and Mm -hmm. it's mostly, you know, at first I started like hardcore vegan. Um, Mm -hmm. and I just, I kind of was like, I wasn't feeling good in my body. And I also had like mentally, I had a dysfunctional relationship with, with eating, um, Mm -hmm. growing up as a dancer. It's like, I would, I would do a lot of binging and then I would do like withholding. I'd be like, Oh, I feel gross. Let me not eat for a few days or whatever. It was like a, Mm. you know. a a dysfunctional relationship there. So really I just wanted kind of food freedom and I love food and I love eating and I love cooking. Yeah. I should say that I love your cookbook. Thank you. Katie has a cookbook and you're a nutritionist now, right? Yes. I'm a certified holistic nutritionist, which also focuses more on like plant-based eating. Um, yeah, but yeah, I just started kind of really being conscious and mindful about what I was eating. And that for me started with like fruits and vegetables, staying away from processed foods is a huge one for me. Mm -hmm. Um, and it was like, it was like magic. It was like, you know, it, I felt I would, I had a new baby and yet I had more energy than I'd ever had in my life. And I just was showing up in life better than I had, you know? So it was, it really was, um, illuminating that that was making a huge positive impact for me as to mm-hmm. being mindful about f- the foods, you know, whole foods, fresh vegetables, eating salads and, 
you know, fresh fruit and staying hydrated and all of these things. Um, and it just, and now, you know, I'm, I feel I laid that foundation for myself. Like I, mm-hmm. I kind of drew like a really great roadmap and now I can kind of, you know, veer off a little bit and always know right. where I'm going. And so that yeah, means- Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you get a craving, you can, you can- cave into that craving and exactly. you'll still be okay. Or sometimes it's like, man, my body wants a hamburger today. And for me, that yeah. means I'm just going to go ahead and eat a hamburger. I'm going to enjoy it. I will take note of how it makes me feel afterward. Like, oh, I feel great. I needed that. Or you know what? That mm-hmm. wasn't the best decision. Like mental note, you know? Yeah. Um, so it's it's about like choosing whole foods for me. It's also about just being really mindful and thoughtful about, you know, eating to feel good as opposed to look a certain way or appear a certain way or connect, Mm. you know, or, or to just, or to rebel or whatever, you know? Yeah. You know, during, well, so I've always been a vegetarian too. I think you knew that. And, um, are you a vegan or vegetarian? Well, I, I do try and do vegan. Um, Everyone in my family is vegetarian. I try and go more vegan, uh, but I felt like when I was doing Beetlejuice, especially I think as I'm getting older and my yeah. hormones are shifting and stuff like that, yeah. I need eggs yeah. like, to do the show. Mentally, I needed yeah. it. Like mm-hmm. it was just like something with getting my mind um, sharp. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, you know, again, like I let myself have eggs and I, I really only do it now. I don't, I, I don't have eggs, but then for every two show day, I would have to eat eggs before yeah. the show, um, just to get me through. So other than that, I feel like I am mostly, mostly vegan, but again, like I don't have to put that label on myself. Right. Like if I go to a restaurant, I'm not going to ask if there's butter in that or right. things like that. Right. Exactly. Um, but I also noticed that what you eat, especially like during COVID, I was drinking soda and I was just making bad choices because I was getting like kind of depressed. And then that made me more depressed. Yeah. Yeah. Like what you eat. And I found during the um, breaks, did you ever hear of Saqqara? Of course. Yeah. Yeah. So I love Saqqara, the packed meals. I did those because I felt like my mood was really being affected by what I was eating. And I just couldn't do it myself. Like I have your cookbook and I love your cookbook. I love yeah. all those. And those are definitely on the Saqqara diet. But sometimes yeah. if you don't, if, if you're so like blah that you can't even make yourself cook the things. Absolutely. And if you pay the money, I feel like for the meals and they're there, then that's a good starting point. And then now I can make everything on my own, you know? Yeah. Well, you know, so I have one of my, it's kind of a mini cookbook right now. It's only digital. It's called the reset. And that's what I have. Yeah. Yeah. And it's basically like a cleanse, but with food Mm -hmm. as opposed to like a juice cleanse or some kind of crash diet. So it's like eating it's Mm -hmm. recipes and eating a lot of food, but you know, you're going to be cleansing and you're going to be, you know, cutting out processed foods and meat and dairy and all of that. And it's been, you know, really well received and people that do it really love it. And, and sure, some people do it and they'll say, you know, it's a 10 day meal plan. And some people will say, oh, I lost some weight. I feel so much better, which is nice and fine. But that's what I love about it is that people will say, I have so much more energy. I have less anxiety. I'm sleeping better. And I'm like, those those are the things you would never think about. I know. That they're affected to what you eat. Exactly. I was not ready for the like 
insane response from so many people that were, and it was just across the board, people like I'm sleeping better. And I'm like, wow, I got, I got so many messages like that this week, people sleeping better. That's awesome. You know, people's anxiety, people just the bloating, the, the, all these other things, the skin, you know, my skin is Mm -hmm. glowing. I've struggled with acne and now all of a sudden I'm, it's clearing up and it's like, wow, it's just, it reaches, you know, so many layers to your being. Yeah. Yeah. It's so great. This episode is brought to you by La Quinta by Wyndham. Your work can take you all over the place, like Texas. You've never been, but it's going to be great because you're staying at La Quinta by Wyndham. Their free bright side breakfast will give you energy for the day ahead. And after, you can unwind using their free high-speed Wi-Fi. Tonight, La Quinta. Tomorrow, you shine. Book your stay today at LQ.com. Your brain needs support. And new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L-theanine, and caffeine. Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill, or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y dot These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. So what do you feel like you would need before shows? Like, would you need some kind of rice or would you just have vegetables? I also was playing recently in the last year with eggs in the morning because I would notice that it would really um, hold me over. So it would give me kind of sustained energy without a crash, um, without, Mm -hmm. you know, feeling bloated or whatever. So that Mm -hmm. was eggs in the morning were good for me. Um, And yeah, before a show, I like having maybe like a salad with some rice or some roasted vegetables or, um, you know, I'm, I'm always just eating vegetables mostly, but, um, Mm -hmm. but it's also about like, not, you know, and I like having maybe some nuts to kind of like throw in there to, you know, Mm -hmm. satiate, to, to fill it up. Um, but also I always add seeds. I always add like pumpkin seeds and sesame seeds, the sunflower seeds, the, you know, all that good stuff. Um, cause you also got to have a crunch and it's also got to taste good. You know, you have to Mm -hmm. be happy in, in, in everywhere, you know, in your taste buds. Um, but yeah, you know, I love, you know, avocado and olive oil and fatty things like that too, that are really delicious and will, you know, fuel me for a day. And like, and never sleep on, you know, a, an apple, you know, like you're hungry. It's like, I feel so often it's like, I need a snack. And you think about a snack as like reaching into a bag or something. And it's like, right. how about an apple? How about a banana? How about an orange? You know, like just, you know, a whole food I always feel is like such a great yeah. move. The nice thing too is like, I never count calories at no. all anymore. I just... And I want to eat fat. Yeah. So I feel like my body, so I, I'll eat all kinds of nuts and things like that. Yes. Um, because you could eat, actually, it fills you up more yes. than just getting the bag of chips or something like that. Exactly. Yes. I love, I feel I'm always, I always have, you know, raw cashews at my mm-hmm. spot. <laughs> it's so good. <laughs> so good. What kinds of stuff do you do physically? to prepare you for eight shows a week. Do you still take classes when you're doing a show? <laughs> well, I probably should. I feel that I feel the correct <laughs> answer is yes, I'm always in class. <laughs> um, and, but the answer is no, I'm not. Um, but I do love hot yoga, um, mm. on occasion. I, depending on the show that I'm in, you know, 
sometimes mm-hmm. you think of a show as like, oh, it's only three hours of your day or whatever. It's like, I have the whole day free. It really does require so much energy. And yeah. I also feel like prioritizing rest is so important, you know, that's true during the day. And sometimes I'm like, you know, man, I should go work out or do this. And I'm like, but really, I need to just like have a moment, <laughs> you know, and that- as important, like, because some people listening might think that they need to be going to class every day while they're doing a show or something like that. And the message of taking time to meditate or taking time to nap or rest, like it's really important. It is. It's so important. And that's also why I tend to like, you know, in terms of like a workout, I, Mm -hmm. I, I will always go for like a mind body connection. So like yoga is Mm. great for me. Yeah, me too. Just like slowing down because any workout for me personally, that's going to add like stress, like running or boxing or, you know, things like that. I feel, or even sometimes for me, like weightlifting is like, I I start being like, ah, you know, I feel stressed when I'm doing it. And I'm like, this probably Mm -hmm. isn't it's defeating the purpose, you know? So, so now that you're not in a show, how do you keep up so that you're hundred percent ready? Yeah. To, Cause somebody could call you tomorrow and be like, you're going in, right? To- it sure. could totally happen that somebody could call you tomorrow and be like, you're in for, um, on yeah. the road. Indeed. I know. I know. Well, I, I do feel like, so I am in yoga, you know, maybe twice a week. I do an at home kind of very, maybe a 20 minute workout on uh, if a day that I'm not taking a class, I do my at home workout. It's just like using my own body weight, you know, squats, Mm -hmm. abs, you know, sometimes I'll kind of do like a free standing ballet bar in the living room. Um, and I am also trying to take class, you know, at least once a week, um, Mm. just to kind of, because I also feel like the, the mental part of it, of picking up choreography, Right. Um, you know, that's such a huge component, like, especially for auditions, like, you know, you want to walk in, you want to be sharp, you want to be able to pick up the choreo. So do you, you still have to audition for choreography? Uh, like, yes, shows? girl. I sure do. Yes. <laughs> yeah. I'm surprised. I know. I, I feel like everybody knows you. And I feel like I have a bad attitude. I'm like, you really need me to send a self tape in of me dancing? Can't. Okay. Okay, fine. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, I still have to audition for some things too. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But I would not dance. Yeah. Because yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if I had to dance for dance, if I had to audition for dance, I'd be like, there's no way I'm getting it. So yeah. I'm even going to put myself through that embarrassment. Yeah. <laughs> I know. Yeah. It's, and it's also crazy. Cause like I'm 41 now and I look at, I go to a dance, you know, sometimes these dance auditions, I'm like, wow, you people were not alive when I graduated high school. Like, <laughs> like I'm like granny, you know? So to keep up with the children is, uh, you know, it's not easy, but I also, I will say that getting older, cause I think in show business, it's like, Oh, you're, you're past your prime. You're too old. You're whatever. And, you know, I've been feeling this way since I was in my early twenties. And I really do think there's something beautiful about aging in the business and uh-huh. the grace that comes with it, because I, I can't do what I used to be able to do physically dance wise. And I can't do what some of the, you know, younger girls can do, but I can do 
a lot of things better than I ever could before. And that just comes with, yeah, you know, style and and understanding nuance and Mm. ease and not pushing. And, you know, these things that happen as you as you age and just grow into your body and into yourself, you know, that I think is really nice. That's awesome. Um, do you have any um, other advice that you would give to young performers out there listening, thinking about making a career on Broadway and thinking yeah. about what they need to do? Yeah. Well, in terms of, um, in terms of like the kind of body food stuff that we were talking about, I would say, you know, you know, your body the best you know, the choice is up to you. And it's all about choosing things to help you feel good. Always lead with what's going to make you feel good in your body. You know, forget anybody's opinion or anything about if you, you know, if you, if they think you need to lose weight or they think you need to gain weight or, or, you know, anything aesthetically, it's like, forget about it, but just lead with what feels good. And then, you know, in terms of just kind of business advice, my advice to everybody is always the same. And it's be somebody that people love to work with. And, you know, I think that is number one. I think it's more important than your talent. Obviously Mm -hmm. we need to work hard. We need to hone Mm -hmm. the craft. You know, the skills are obviously so, so important, but, you know, show up with a smile on your face be mm-hmm. a collaborator, you know, mm-hmm. be happy, you know, happy to be there and, um, and make, you know, meaningful connections with the people that you're working with, because that is what is going to give you longevity in the industry. A hundred percent. Such great advice. Yeah. Uh, thank you so much, Katie. Uh, yeah. Tell people where they can get your amazing cookbook. <laughs> thank you. And where they um, can find you. Yeah. You can follow me on Instagram at Katie Weber NYC. It's Weber with two Bs. And then I have a website, katieweberNYC.com, which has lots of recipes. And you can also buy my cookbooks there. And my cookbooks are also on Amazon. And even if you're not vegan or vegetarian, try out her recipes because they are really delicious. And like she said, like they will make you feel good. Yeah. I do get a lot of feedback. Like my husband is a meat and potatoes and he loves your, you know, X, Y, and Z recipe. I'm like, amazing. Great. We love to hear it. Thank you so much for joining us, Katie. Thank you, Carrie. Thank you so much for listening. If you would like me to come to your school or theater group and give a masterclass or a talk back, please reach out at carriebutlercoach.com. If you like this podcast and want more episodes, please go to bpn.fm slash breaking Broadway and subscribe, like, or share. Together you and I are breaking Hey, it's Leslie Odom Jr. here on the Broadway Podcast Network to tell you about the RISE Theatre Directory, a program of maestro music. RISE is a national online resource designed to connect and empower backstage and administrative and creative theatre professionals from underrepresented backgrounds. If you work or aspire to work in the theater community, this can help you find your next project. And if you hire theater professionals, search the RISE Theater Directory to find your next team. Create your profile now 
and get more information by visiting risetheater.org. That's theater with an R-E-R-I-S-E-T-H-E-A-T-R-E.org because only together we rise. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.